America is on as well as the OJ thing. So lots to lots to do on this Thursday evening. We're going to leave you with a good night and a go blue for Dan Disler and Will Yang. I'm Eli Sherman. See you later. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? Pandora's box, the box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And at first off, I want to make a protest, a public protest. There are too many fun things happening at the same time, and I can't do them all. It's just not right. Are you feeling that way, too? I, I feel you, you know. We're going to try to tackle every possible event happening in the world in the next half hour. I'm not sure if we'll get to all of them, but we'll try. In the meantime, summer is coming in spite of today's drizzly weather. We're supposed to get, I believe, three days of straight sunshine, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then summer, I believe, begins Monday. I'm going to have to double-check on the stats for you on that. But in the meantime, let's get started with some summary music. In summary, this is summary, and this is uh, Jay and the Techniques. This is about food, sort of.
Is that better? I hope so. That is Apple Peaches Pumpkin Pie, and that is Jay and the Techniques from 1967. And I think that'll get us ready for summer, don't you think? The drizzle will will go away. There's drizzle, and then there's no drizzle, and drizzle, drazzle, drazzle, drome. Time for this one to get out of here. But not yet, because it's Pandora's Lunchbox. Coming up this weekend, actually already starting, is the Ann Arbor Book Festival, and many of the venues for the Ann Arbor Book Festivals are best festival, are places where you can eat and drink and be merry. One of the big things in the Ann Arbor Book Festival are the book crawls. Every night of the festival, local restaurants, bars, bookstores, and shops will host Michigan authors and poets reading from their latest works. Says the Ann Arbor Book Festival, the book crawl is a great chance to chat with the authors, buy a great book, enjoy a bite to eat, or chat with friends over a beverage. There's a full schedule of authors and poets reading on Ann Arbor's north side, downtown Ann Arbor, and downtown Ypsilanti at the website aabookfestival.org. You can also go to that website and find out all of the locations, breweries and coffee shops and things like that, and places where you can hear authors and see what they've got to offer. Now, we're going to do some songs and some factoids about very old food, some very, very wonderfully old food, and I'm not talking about a few weeks too old. Well, one song might be about that, but in the meantime, again, a little bit to get us in the mood for summer. Here's uh, Baby Lemonade. Here is Sid Barrett. goes like this. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Make it soon, so alone Please, 
sun going down when the earth streams in in the morning send a cage through the post make your name like a ghost Thank you, Sid Barrett and Baby Lemonade. That's lemonade when it's very, very young. It's like Baby Swiss. It goes well with that. And veal, too, I hear. Uh, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's 20 before 7 at 7 o'clock. It's Face the Music with Our Wolf. In the meantime, says here on the ABC News website, that is the Australian Broadcasting Company News website, world's oldest beer brought back to life, scientists claim goes like this. A group of Australian scientists claim they've pulled off a world first by reviving the yeast of a 220-year-old beer salvaged from a shipwreck. Upon reaching the Great Southern Land in 1797, the Sydney Cove, one of the first commercial trading ships to ever attempt the journey to the newly formed colony of Sydney, sprang a leak and ran aground. Many of the crew were rescued by a longboat, but some of the cargo remained buried at sea in the sunken ship, including some of Sydney's precious beer supply. For almost two centuries, the beer sat forgotten. Sealed beneath a layer of sand and seagrass, conditions that preserved the organic material unusually well until it was salvaged in 1990. Archaeologist Mike Nash, who salvaged the wreck, says it virtually sealed everything in, there was no oxygen getting in, and it was completely intact. Treasures from the wreck are the star attraction at the Queen Victoria Museum in Launceston in Tasmania's north. But this is crucial. When chemist-turned-conservator David Thorogood, he's very thorough, found the beer bottles in the museum's storage area when he began working at the museum 18 years ago, he was surprised to find one still had liquid in it. It sparked a wild imagining. Could there be real yeast in there? At that point, I was getting really excited, says Mr. Thorogood. That gave us a chance to possibly have access to the oldest beer in the world. I thought we might be able to culture that yeast and recreate beer that hasn't been on the planet for 220 years. In addition to the unopened bottle, two samples from another bottle, which had been carefully decanted at the time of the wreck's salvage were found in separate parts of the museum. Brimming with optimism, get it, in November of last year, the conservator contracted several top scientists and got an abrupt reality check. I didn't think there was any chance it was ever going to work, said a yeast specialist, but the opportunity was too good to pass up to not try. I couldn't bear it if we said no and someone else tried it and it worked. No one in the world had ever reliably recovered live yeast from a beer bottle 220 years old. And some experts doubt beer yeasts survive longer than 10 years. The liquid in that bottle wasn't actually beer, it turned out. Maybe castor oil, maybe something else, but not beer, said one expert. But the two samples from the Tasmanian wreck that were decanted 20 years ago did come to life. 
A detailed DNA analysis of the yeasts was undertaken to find out if the yeasts were present because of contamination. The brewer, a brewer's yeast was found. It was not used in modern commercial brewing, but was used everywhere in old-style brewing. So on and on it went, and they're getting kind of excited about this. They all agree they need to go back to the wreck, dig deeper, salvage more bottles, and then send them straight to the lab. In the meantime, a homebrew using that yeast has been made based on a common English ale recipe. The beer has been named Preservation Ale by Mr. Thorogood after Preservation Island and is quite possibly a revival of the world's oldest beer. A revival of a beer brewed 220 years ago sounds delicious. I say with a confident question mark. In the meantime, don't get lost in a sour milk sea. That's not a sour milk sea. This is WCBN FM in Arbor. This is Mike. I always have to say that that's the disclaimer when it isn't what it's supposed to be, like a sour milk sea like this one.
Jackie Lomax, thank you. Sour Milk C. Old Food. So speaking of old food, um, says here, this is a beautiful picture, I think. This is from Atlas Obscura, this article earlier this week. Found a 2,000-year-old, 22-pound, still edible hunk of bog butter. And when I, when I, when I think bog butter, I think, mmm, why? And the subtitle of the article is, maybe not the best thing to eat, though. says here, in a bog in County Meath, Ireland, which was once at the juncture of three different kingdoms, a turf cutter has found a giant knob of bog butter buried long, long time ago and preserved to this day. It did smell like butter, one person who held the giant lump told UTV Ireland. Bog butter, it says here helpfully, is butter that has been buried in a bog. Hmm. The Irish Times describes it as a creamy white dairy product which smells like a strong cheese. The earliest known examples date back almost 2,000 years, but there are records of people burying butter as recently as the 1800s. This one is estimated to be an early example, but it will be studied further to date it. Why would anyone bury butter in a bog? And why would anybody say bury butter in a bog, really? Often to preserve it, butter made hundreds of years ago without salt wouldn't last long, but the cool, low-oxygen environment of the bog could extend its life. Bog butter is sometimes found encased in wooden containers or animal hide to protect it as well. This hunk of bog butter had no case, though. It may have been buried for a more formal reason, as an offering to the gods, who might keep the place it was buried safe. Even after hundreds of years, it could still be edible, although it's not clear that it would taste good or that it's a good idea to eat butter meant for the gods. This is all true. A 2,000-year-old hunk of butter, possibly. It looks wonderfully dirty. Nothing like dirty butter. An image of this on the Atlas Obscura website of possibly 200-year-old, 22-pound, still edible, but would you want to hunk of butter? Speaking of cheese, there is a cheese festival this weekend that you must know about. Perhaps you're going there already to the 33rd annual Pin Conning Cheese Town Festival and Cheese Town Challenge races. Pin Conning, Michigan is up in the thumb in Bay County. This, like the Ann Arbor Book Festival, tough competition. This is also Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Pin Conning cheese is an aged yellow Colby cheese, though not 2,000 years old. It's a semi-soft whole cow's milk cheese made named for Pin Conning, Michigan. It was developed by Dan Horn in 1915, so it celebrated its 100th birthday last year. Because of limited refrigeration in the early years, it was aged in cellars at higher than normal temperatures. This gives the cheese a unique texture and flavor, rich and creamy with an open texture. Pinconning cheese is produced at several plants around Michigan and in the U.S., so they're celebrating that up in Pinconning, Michigan, with the annual Pinconning Cheese Town Festival and Cheese Town Challenge races today through Saturday in Pin Conning, Michigan, in the thumb. If you're looking for something a little more uh, cultured, not necessarily a cheese reference or intended to be, there is the Lansing Juneteenth Celebration and African American Parade. Again, today through Saturday, many things happening in the next three days. This is in Lansing. Commemorating the end of slavery in the United States by celebrating the joys of liberty, educating the community about heritage, and promoting positive cultural interaction. This three-day event includes music, dance, entertainment, educational exhibits, a parade, and entertainment. 
Celebrating 23 years in the Lansing area, the Lansing Juneteenth Celebration and African American Parade. On Sunday in Detroit is the Iranian Dinner Night, hosted by Cinema Detroit and Piecemeal Kitchen, an evening of Iranian entertainment and food, featuring a screening of Iranian director Jafar Panahi's Offside. The 2006 film follows a group of women who dress as men so they can sneak into the World Cup match between Iran and Bahrain. Complications ensue as they are caught in the act. Uh Uh-oh. The sampling of Iranian food will cover appetizers, soup, dessert, and tea, with vegan and vegetarian options available. This is Sunday from 4 to 7 p.m. at 4126 3rd Street, Detroit. Information is at cinemadetroit.com. I wonder if they're going to serve the same old soup. I don't know. If you're thinking about leaving someone who's given you the best years of their life, I beg you to stop and think it over. Oh, you're really, really doing what's right. You say you're tired. Say you've warmed it for the last time. Well, just make sure the bowl of soup you get is warmer than the bowl of soup you're leaving behind. <laughs> you know, ever since I can remember, I've been hearing the expression. It's the same old soup just warmed over. And I've always been curious as to what that meant. I asked my grandmother, because I used to hear her say this to Mrs. Kitty, the lady who lived next door to us. Grandma would say, Miss Kitty, how's everything over there this evening? Miss Kitty would say, it's the same old soup, Miss Mary. Grandma never did tell me what it meant. She would always say, oh boy, go on somewhere and play. Well, I found out when I got grown that it means when two people are tired of snowing in each other's face after 10, 20, 30, 40, going on 50 some odd years, they finally get tired of each other. And if it's the woman who wants to leave, usually she stays only because of convenience. And if it's the man who wants to go, nine times out of 10, he stays because he just ain't got nowhere else to go. But Mr. Man and Miss Lady, Let me remind you of this. If you've been putting up with each other all these years, you might as well hang on in there. Cause it ain't nothing out there in them streets. Everything is gone, y'all. So if you're thinking about leaving someone who's given you the best years of their life, Think about it. Listen, I beg you to stop. Ooh, think it over. Oh, you're really, really doing what's right. You say you're tired of the same old soup. And you say you've warmed it for the best. 
make sure the bowl of soup you get, listen to me, is warmer than the bowl of soup you're leaving behind. Thank you, Joe Tex. Same old soup. And a reminder of another event. Of course, Top of the Park is happening. Ann Arbor Summer Festival is happening. A2SF.org. Tonight, if weather permits, if the drizzle isn't too drizzly, Misty Lynn and the Big Beautiful is going to play at 7 o'clock, and Chris Bathgate's going to play at 8.15, and the Moving Brooklyn's going to show at 10. So lots of stuff happening and will not stop happening no matter what. But one final note about old food. Going back to going back to the Eastern Hemisphere, as it were, going up north, way up north, we're up to Britain now. Burnt British bread. This is something about burnt British bread, which I like to say. Some say it was a garbage pit, according to mentalfloss.com. Some think it was a place of religious offering. Religious offerings again. Whatever it was originally, by the 21st century, it had become a big hole flooded with water, and it, and it had small pieces of burnt bread and other Neolithic odds and ends floating in it. Mmm, floaties. The bread was the most important discovery. Found in Oxfordshire, England, and estimated to be 5,500 years old, the overcooked bread was mistaken for charcoal at first. I've been to that restaurant. Then one of the archaeologists noticed crushed grains of barley inside of it. If the age is correct, it would have been made by some of the first people to enter Britain from Europe. Look for old food and save some for me. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for the last few days or so, and I think I'm going to keep doing that. Don't ever stop listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, no matter what you do, no matter where you are. And look at WCBN.org for concert information and all kinds of things and stuff. This is a final song of the show for stuff that is nearly old. This is They Might Be Giants. Arwolf and Face the Music in just a moment. They Might Be Giants on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Look out. I returned a bag of groceries accidentally taking off the shelf before the expiration date. I came back as a bag of groceries accidentally taking off the shelf before the day stamped on my sand. Did a large procession wave their torches as my hand fell in the basket. in the mirror with my eyes closed I didn't apologize for when I was eight and I made my younger brother have to be my personal slave did a large procession wave their torches as my head fell in the basket and was everybody dancing on the casket now it's over I'm and I haven't done anything that I want Or I'm still alive and there's nothing I want to do
accidentally take it off the shelf before the expiration date. I came back as a bag of groceries accidentally taken off the shelf before the date stamped on my sack. Did a large procession wave their torches as my head fell in the basket and was everybody dancing on the casket. Now it's over, I'm dead and I haven't done anything that I want. Or I'm still alive and there's nothing I want to do. Gee, thanks, Mike. I I want to uh, take a moment to thank Mike, especially for uh, the some of the best news I've heard in a while. The uh, the bog butter and the ancient bread news, uh, Neolithic bread and butter kind of news. I mean, it's uh, you couldn't ask for anything uh, more comforting than that. At least I wouldn't dare to. Not in this world. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Uh, this is Face the Music now, and my name is R. Wolf, and I've just had the most difficult week as far as horrible things happening on a national level and at an international level, because there's people uh, people getting um, hurt and killed in Syria and all over the world. But in particular, when it comes a little closer to home, and it's here in the United States, and you have such a a horrific uh, bunch of murderous violence, and then it's immediately chased.